pink whale, and that's Garage. <laughs> that slow old slow turnover well it's the fade driver pinkies we are at it again today I'm driving the old 911 it's been quite it's been about three weeks since I drove this car uh, not for any particular reason mostly because I haven't gone anywhere I think and most of, mostly because I've needed to use the truck. So today we are going on a, a poor excuse for a little road trip. Not a road trip, a little drive. <laughs> to uh, go and uh, waste some gas, basically. Um, the old forestry road is starting to dry out. There's a less and less goopy muddy wet spots so I appreciate that um, so it's getting a little easier to come up and down the old hill the big hill so I have lots of things to talk about I'm going to talk about brakes today this is probably going to be a pink wheel nuts garage episode I don't have any voicemails from Scotty the Aussie battler or anybody else for that matter uh, so you'll just have to just have put up with me. Um, I'm going to talk about trailer brakes. I'm going to talk about thermostats. And I'm going to talk about <laughs> buying tires. Because, you know, <laughs> I love buying tires. And I do it a lot. So... Let us start on the trailer brakes. Well, you know, it's uh, summer's coming here and we're getting ready to go on another RV trip. Um, uh, provided that the, uh, the rules around travel loosen up, but you gotta, you gotta plan at least uh, three months in advance or 120 days in some cases, or else you can't get your parking spot, your tent site. So, uh, we are planning our trip regardless of whether we'll be able to go or not. So to that end, I've had my trailer uh, uh, serviced. The, the brakes, I have a few, a few things done. Primarily brakes and suspension. So, you know, I bought this trailer, this RV trailer, in 2019. And it was a 2017 uh, so it was used, and it was only a couple years old, and when we looked at it, it looked pristine. Every, it just looked like it came right off the showroom floor. So, you know, consequently, I didn't, we didn't really perform any inspections or deep dive into the rig to see if there were any issues, which I somewhat regret, but I don't know, not really. So here's what happened. We used the unit for two years I put 3,000 kilometers on it which is about oh, 3,000 kilometers is 2,000 miles I guess in the two years that I've owned it um, so I got a fast mover behind me I gotta get my ass going here on the highway um, 
the thing that I never inspected was the brakes. And uh, so I had to, had it in for, oh, my tires are square. They've been sitting for three weeks. They're flat as pancakes. They have flat spots on them. So I uh, um, had, the, had the service shop look at the brakes. Now, the brakes on an RV are electric brakes. Fairly interesting system. I better turn on the police detector. Um, the system works by when you step on your foot brake in the vehicle, it sends an electric signal back to the trailer. And the harder you step on the brakes, the more electrical current goes. And the more electrical current goes, activates the brake uh, more or less, depending on how much current goes to the, to the, the hubs in the, on the trailer. And then what, the, what that thing does is uh, there's magnets in there, and a magnet kind of grips onto the, the drum that's spinning in inside the, the drum that's spinning on the wheel and it uh, activates the brake pads the brake pads spread out and they squeeze the the drum oh there's the cops there's cops all over the place on this highway um, so they uh, the, the brake pads activate and they squeeze against the the rotor the the, it's not a rotor, it's a drum, and it slows you down. Well, it turns out that our brakes were heavily worn. Despite only going 3,000 kilometers, apparently whoever had the unit before us put a lot of miles on it. So we were, I was discussing this with the, the trailer technician guy, and he said, well, you know, these things come from Texas. The trailer's built in Texas. And, uh, um, so they, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a 10,000 pound trailer when it's brand new, empty, and they haul it, they don't put it on a train or anything, they just drive the thing from Texas up to British Columbia, so there's about 6,000 kilometers getting put on it there, just in that, maybe 4,000 on that run, and then if the owner of the thing likes to go down to Palm Springs like I like to would have liked to have would have done would have liked to have done <laughs> that's another 6,000 kilometer <laughs> 4,000 one way so the the rig probably well the, the rig obviously got a lot of miles on it because the brakes were quite worn and we ended up having to replace uh, brakes and some suspension parts because they were so worn out so uh, it was a bit of a surprise to me. I wasn't really prepared for that, especially given the fact that I only drove, you know, 3,000 kilometers in the two years that I had it. Uh, but nonetheless, now we have some nice brand new brakes. And uh, now I will be keeping my eye on my brakes to see how much wear they they endure. I even talked to the guy about my braking habits and because you know you can adjust how sensitive your brakes are the you can you can push more current into the brakes so that they're they're always ready or you can you know sort of back that off so the brakes aren't always activated and i was concerned that maybe it's my own fault that i had i had bumped up my gain as it's called just like your microphone gain 
I was worried that I might have bumped my gain up too high. And he said, no, that's normal. That's, that's what, uh, that's the way that I do it. So you're doing everything right. So uh, I think we've had just a little bit of premature wear thanks to the previous owner. And now we've got new brakes. So now that's brakes. Let's talk about tires. Now, you know, in uh, September, I bought winter tires for this car, the 911. And um, <clears throat> these winter tires have been pretty good. They're not really my favorite tires. They're not the best tire in the world. But uh, as a winter tire, they work magnificently. But now winter's over and I need uh, some proper summer tires. So I've been hunting around for, for a good summer tire, a high performance uh, summer uh, tire. And I just bought some Pirelli's P0, uh, Pirelli P0, PZ4s is the tires that I bought. So I'm waiting for those tires to arrive, except the rims on this car are really getting beat to hell, and because uh, they've, you know, they, they've been, they were beat to hell two or three years ago, um, and I've always wanted to get new rims, but boy is it ever hard to find rims for this car because they're such a weird size. The fronts are, it's an 18 inch rim, and the fronts are uh, 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 a 7.5 inch wide wheel and the rears are a 10 or 11 inch wide wheel depending um, and so you just can't find them anywhere now Porsche would be happy to sell me a set of rims for about three thousand dollars and I am NOT paying three thousand dollars for a set of rims so uh, I've been hunting around trying to find them, but oh boy, are they ever hard to find rims. And you know, the proper rim that matches the car, um, uh, you know, at a, uh, even in the used, I can barely find a, a proper set for a thousand bucks. So I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I may end up getting a, an improper set of cheap rims that I'll have to cobble together that I'll use for uh, for winter purposes and I think I might get these rims that are on the car refurbished considering that so now I'm on the hunt for a refurbishment uh, a local refurbishing company to uh, see if I can get these rims you know ground down sanded down get all the the garbagey, wobbly crap off of them and uh, get them repainted. Uh, so there's another project for me. Uh, now, finally, on the tow monster truck, I've had a thermostat go bad on me. So um, I gotta take it in and get a thermostat replaced because the temperature is not being consistent. I even got a check engine light. The engine codes are saying that the thermostat temperature is not, uh, is not getting warm enough. So the truck uh, senses and detects and knows what temperature it should be running at and it's not getting up to that temperature because the thermostat is 
staying stuck open. And what a thermostat does is it regulates the temperature of the coolant that runs through the engine block. You have that giant radiator on the front of your car and uh, uh, your engine creates a lot of heat as the pistons uh, and the cylinders, you know, you got the gasoline exploding inside the cylinder. And uh, so all that heat needs to be dissipated. So you have this coolant that runs through the whole system and through the radiator. Well, there's a thermostat in there that uh, is uh, that when the temperature gets, when the temperature is not warm enough, the thermostat remains closed, and it allows heat to build up. And then when it senses that the, t the water temperature has come up to a certain level, then that little thermostat is just a spring-loaded doodad. It's, which is heat sensitive, heat temperature sensitive spring in there that uh, pops open and allows the hot water to then flow into the radiator and uh, then the radiator blows cool air over the hot water and cools the water and recirculates it back into the engine. So the problem that I'm having is um, my thermostat is stuck open and will not close properly so there's a constant cool water is constantly running through the engine block when it shouldn't be. It should, uh, the, the cool water should be stopped so that the heat builds up. Uh, and then when the heat builds up, the thermostat opens and allows the hot water to become cooled down. So I got to get that fixed now. So that's another thing. You know, just when you think you're sitting around on your laurels, oh, life is good, I don't have anything to do, I don't have anything to worry about, um, and kaboom, gonna need a thermostat, and I need tires, and I need rims, and I need electric trailer brakes. So now we are about 30 days from moving in to our uh, new house. I'm getting a little anxious. I want to get into that place. Got a lot of work to do. I got to move. So I'm starting to sell the furniture that I don't need in my new house. We have a lot of beds. I've got three beds that I don't need, uh, or at least two and a half anyway. Two beds and a and a bed frame. I think I'll keep the one bed frame. But. Uh, I was able to sell one of the beds, so that's good. That's one less thing to move. And I think I'm going to put a few more pieces of furniture up. I'd like to get rid of that couch that I have. We have this hutch, uh, which I don't think is going to fit into the house. I could sell that and another one of my beds. Um, so I have a few things I want to get rid of. So I'm going to be working on that too. And i got to start moving firewood down to the new house. So uh, the new owner is going to let me bring a few truckloads of firewood down. Because we have a wood-burning fireplace in the new house. And I have a crap load of wood from the old rental house that I'm going to take. So that's another job that I'm going to have to do. Now I also told you about... Um, the uh, census job, I was going to possibly be a census enumerator and um, 
I have uh, been going through the motions of uh, securing that job, you know, filling out forms and giving all my secret information and blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back. I thought it's now the middle of March. I thought I would have heard back from census by now because they were saying they wanted to have staff in place by the middle of March but um, uh, no so far no um, no indication and now I'm getting concerned that I may not actually want to take that job because I got a lot of things on the go here right got to move we're going to be going on vacation in May got a new house to settle into so I may end up not uh, taking that job I'll have to think about that when if they ever offer me the job maybe I don't qualify it could be that that's the problem uh, so anyway so those are all the exciting things that are happening here around uh, Wheelnuts Mountain so Uh, I think for now, I'll leave it at that. Thank you for listening. I am the Fade Driver. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network, where you can find other LGBT and LGBT-friendly podcasts. Go to pride48.com. You can email me at podcast at pinkwheelnuts.com. Have a good March, everybody. (laughs) 